What is going on, everybody? Yeah, let me get close to my mic. Sound more professional because we are extremely professional. Oh, yeah. Piledriver Podcast. We are back. Episode number 21. I believe so. I can't believe we're 21 episodes in already. That's crazy. But, uh, Chris, we're back. We are back. Yes. Not only are we back, but our good buddy Mario is back. Mario, welcome back to the show. What up, what up, what up? Brian ditched us once again. This is kind of a recurring thing. I I think he'll re-listen to this eventually. So, Brian, buddy. You know what's funny is this week he texted me cherry soda. Uh, He was like on a run or something and just like was listening to old episodes and he texted it to me. Yeah, uh, he actually sent me a picture of like his car radio or something and it was him listening to one of our episodes and he was like, see, I'm a true fan. I'm like, dude, you're on on the show. You should be, of course. I I expect nothing less from you. But uh, yeah, so no Brian, but we got Mario. So it's like, a good day it's like when you're flying coach and all of a sudden they upgrade you to first class (laughs) unexpected but man it is welcomed (laughs) definitely welcome definitely so we're gonna get into recap here huge thanks so once again i was uh on tornado tag brian interrupted me last week i didn't even get to talk about it because he talked about how important tucky's birthday was tucky So, so he just went right in there interrupted me but uh great uh great join in um Tony and Andy and Brian over at Tornado Tag. We had good chat, good good fun. It's always good talking to those guys. Good group of guys, and yeah. Uh, yeah but now we're here. Eventually, we're gonna have them on again. We're we're gonna get back with our interview soon. Um, I'm honestly waiting to see what my college cl- class schedule is gonna be like before I um commit to doing a lot of stuff. So mm. once I get that figured out, then we'll then we'll know because I'm supposed to be playing a sport too, but. I doubt it's going to happen, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yikes. You never know what's going to happen in this COVID era. Holy. I just read an article on ESPN that MLB was warning, like, the state of Pennsylvania to get a grip or they were going to shut down the Pirates and the Phillies. I was like, sweet. Well, that's uh, that's fantastic. But you didn't come here to listen to me talk about baseball. You came here to listen about wrestling and how uh, we're better – than them and they know it uh, we, we dropped that chris what we dropped that for like two episodes we it's true stopped. it's true the why. premiere the the apex the 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 top the the power trip upper echelon <laughs> we are the hottest podcast in wrestling today like i don't know why people don't understand that like why is why is that so difficult all these other podcasts are just imitating and this is only 20 episodes in. Can you imagine the distance of quality between this and everyone else after a few more episodes? <laughs> it's exponential. It's – who knows what we'll be at. But uh, we'll get right into it. What's today? Today is Friday, July the 31st, last day of July. Hard to believe we're getting into August already. Oh, yeah. This summer is just flying by, which is weird because we're all stuck at home. But for me, it's been flying by. It's going fast. But uh, this week's Raw was interesting Raw. We'll get into this, um, the ending, or, well, I have many thoughts. We'll get there when we get mm. there. But, uh, so we opened up with, uh-oh, why am I getting ads uh-oh. for the NBA? 
Bleacher Report. Oh, no. Monday night's episode of Raw. Um, so, did it open? Because it's not telling me the order here. Bleacher Report, you're, you're bailing out on me here. Bleacher Report has failed me, guys. Sounds like you need an ad blocker. Randy Orton opened the show with a promo. Yeah. Literally says nothing. All right. Did he really? I, scroll. <laughs> I'm reading the same Bleacher Report. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, the, I'm not on the one you sent. I'm on a different one. Oh, well, that's your first mistake. So that I, I thought I found it. It said raw ratings. The raw ratings were 1.62 million. <laughs> anybody that cares. For literally anybody that cares. You guys can tell. I am super prepared for the show tonight. Um, <laughs> I totally don't have a, the new podcast on my mind at all. At all. Oh, yeah, plug it. Plug it? What's it called? It's called the Rim Protector Podcast. For those basketball fanatics out there. Um, gotta protect I, that rim. That's gotta right. protect that rim. Amen. Preach it. Uh, you, it's gonna be a lot of, I, you know, I, I know a lot of people in the basketball world. I've been, uh, I've been in there a time or two, a time or two. And, uh, oh, you sent it to the group chat. You didn't send it. You didn't send it privately. You sent it to the group chat. Oh, I actually put it in the, um, the Zoom. No, you sent it to the group chat too, though. I think you did at least. Oh, it's right there. <laughs> Guys, this is why we get paid so much money to do this. Like, this is why, again, upper echelon. Ever, y'all ever heard of that song, The Best Around? Like that from Karate Kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. You didn't send it to the group chat. I'm I alive. promise I didn't. It's in the Zoom chat. It's right there, bro. There, there we go. It's here now. We are on the struggle bus today. Hey, it's all good, though. It's all good. Everyone has their days. But I could, that's like, why I'm good. Recite Hamilton time. lyrics while we wait. Is Please don't. You're... you're still on that high? You're still... Oh, I've been on it for three years, friend. <laughs> Three years. He's been on it so Whoa. long that I was annoyed by it, turned <laughs> off from it, and have become a fan of it. That's how long he's been on it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh my goodness. Wow. Why did it pull it up in Internet Explorer? I wanted it in Google Chrome. All right. Oh my goodness. Well, here we go. Now we got it. Randy Orton. Randy Orton comes out, opens the show, calling out the WWE champion. WrestleMania. Or oh my gosh. Well, the premier wrestling podcast coming at you. <laughs> I am just a step slow today, guys. This is what I get for um, for mowing the lawn for two hours. Jeez, I am not. I'm I'm out of it. You know, Randy Orton opens the show. SummerSlam. It's gonna be him versus McIntyre. Kind of ruins the match later, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. Kind of puts a chance at pos. I don't think they'll put it on Edge, but it gives. The possibility of Edge getting a title shot, which never know. You Do you know, know that he's out forever? That's an exaggeration. For, but for like a like long injured, time. Injured, injured. Well, yeah, he's injured, injured. Like, like Rumble, maybe more likely Mania. That's what I didn't know. I knew he was hurt. I did not hear that timetable until this week. Oh, yeah. Though I that doesn't. In my opinion, that doesn't shut out the idea of an Orton versus Edge match. It just might mean that we have a longer reign with Aaron D. Orton than we thought. Or yeah. Orton loses uh, this uh, setup and uh, gets another chance later and, and gets it right. off of him. Yeah. 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 A couple avenues you can go there. A couple avenues. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had a number one contendership for the Raw Tag Team title match, triple threat tag between the Viking Raiders. Ricochet and Cedric Alexander versus Angel Garza and Andrade. It's a mm-hmm. good match. I didn't even need to know. Incredible. I didn't even need to look. 
I already knew who won this match before this match was said and done. Um, Angel Garza, Andrade, your new number one contenders for the Raw Tag Team titles. And let me say, I really hope they take it off the Street Profits. They are getting stale for me. I, Brian's always like, Curtis, you don't want the smoke. I'm like, heck no. no. I'm sick of the smoke. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm done with it. So uh, this would be great tag team to win it. And then, man, I'd like to see Ricochet and Cedric Alexander continue this tag team thing I have going too. It's, I don't know. I don't know. My heart is torn. It bothers me how many good single wrestlers there are, yet there's so few opportunities for them to shine that they have to be made into tag teams. Tag yeah. teams, yeah. Well, you know, Vince has that philosophy. You got to eat everybody up so they don't go to who, where, and everywhere. I'd yeah. say impact others. Say dub. Some would say New Japan. Depends on what you like. But I mean, after the emptying out that he did, and man, they some of them went to some good places. We'll get to that on Wednesday night. Huge debut this past Wednesday on Dynamite. All right. Big then one. we had Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. A little uh, thing that they're doing with them. I think it's uh, interesting, I guess. I don't know. Part of me wants Shayna to kind of demolish and uh, make her go to sleep. That's Amen. all I want to say. Because I am not, not – Nia Jax is not good. I, although, according to Brian, he's a coming acquired taste for her. I don't know. Hmm. For him, I mean. I've uh, become so fed up with Nia, and I think I may have said this the last time I was on, this idea of, of blurring the lines between unsafe for real and unsafe uh, being booked that way, like kayfabe. But mm-hmm. the fact that, like, if she's come up in this business uh, since her time uh, in the performance center, and she's been known as someone who hurts people. You want to shy away from that. You want to get her away from that. You want to create this this aura of safety around her. And then when she's kayfabe hurting people for real, it actually has an emotional investment. Like, oh my gosh, this, she just like went out of her way to rip open someone's head. It's like no, it's it's too. Con- it's not so much uh, too confusing for us to follow. It's just mm-hmm. too annoying to follow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's a great way to put it. That is a fantastic way to put it. Um but yeah, I hope I really hope Baszler, you know, kinda destroys her, goes wherever, uh, does whatever. And uh we'll have to wait and see. It's gonna be yep. interesting. And then we have uh Dominic Mysterio confronts now here's the thing. Every time I see Dominic, I don't think of him. I think of Dijak. Yeah. That's all I think of is Dominic Dijakovic. But no, Dominic Mysterio uh comes out, confronts Rollins, I'm honestly Raw's just so boring. I'm sorry. Like it's just I can't argue with that. Yeah. This it, this one like freshened it up. Like if they're they've just been teasing it for months and months and months. Like just let them have a match. Just get Dominic in the ring or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. That that's how I feel. I don't know. Then we had uh Mustafa Ali versus Bobby Lashley. Um Lashley getting the win there. I, I it doesn't tell me, but I'm I'm assuming because Lashley is a uh, Lashley is what was what was his nickname? Almighty, Bobby Lashley or whatever his nickname is. All I know is he's <laughs> ladies. He's single now. because hey. Lana is done. I guess. Did you guys? Speaking of Lana, since because I will forget about this. Uh, did you see uh, Mira was temporarily banned from Twitch? 
No. Yeah, because of her. Oh my gosh, why? The best way to describe it is Katie Forbes. Oh, Lana, no. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but... Naked. She was naked. No. Oh, no. It was just... I think it was like... The, the exact thing from Twitch was she was in a bathing suit, so it wasn't uh, child appropriate. That's what it was. So <laughs> freaking Miro went and getting banned. Did, also, he's saying that he's re- done with wrestling. Baloney. He could say that all he wants, but I don't buy it. Uh, he says he's going to become a full-time Twitch streamer. Okay, buddy. Your numbers That's aren't awesome. That, your numbers aren't that good. Then we had Oscar versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. This is Chris. This is what you were hoping for. You it's got what happening. you wanted. Elaborate how happy you are. Uh, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know how to feel. Still, I'm digesting it, it with Kyrie gone now. Kyrie, they officially said she's gone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I hope she does good in New Japan, though. I'm I'm excited for her and. Uh, I think well, I New Japan's talking. not really known much for their women's division. I don't even think they have one necessarily. So we won't be seeing her there. We'll probably be seeing her in, in Shimmer and Star or we might even see her in some other companies. I'm not sure. Unless you saw a contract go through, we're not going to see her for a while. It's interesting that they chose to go this angle for mm-hmm. uh, dropping the title to Sasha yeah. through this, uh, this entanglement. Because, one, I thought it was pretty cool. It showed that Asuka has higher values in her life than just going for the gold. You know, mm-hmm. she had an opportunity. She could have just let her friend get beat up, but she's, she stuck in there and she, and she skipped out because friendship's more important than titles in her mm-hmm. point of view. And they did that in what should be, if she re-signed with them to be what should have been a nice setup for uh, the Kabuki warriors taking the tag titles back. They just kind of, it's just going to fall apart. Now, now Asuka didn't get the title and Kari Sane's just gone. Like how do they explain that next week? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, she chose not to sign with us. No, they're just going to ignore that she even existed. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Classic Vincent Kennedy McMahon for you. Um, and then we had Humberto Carrillo versus – I always want to say Buddy Murphy, but he's just Murphy now. And uh, Murphy getting the win in that. And then we had Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. And both of them had extreme rules, not just Ziggler this time. But McIntyre still pulls out and gets the win. So that was raw. Oh, he's raising his hands. I can't even can, see him. Can we hop back to uh, Murphy? Was that Murphy versus Alistair Black? It says Murphy versus Carrillo. Carrillo. Okay. Carrillo. Was it two weeks ago then, the whole uh, Alistair Black eye on the, on the step? Yep. Okay. Sorry. Ah. I just got it confused. Yeah, yeah. Now, and it looks like they're teasing a new gimmick for him, which I saw that today. I feel like the eye on the step was this week. Was it? In a, in a different segment. Like it came out like to break up a, a, a beat down or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. After the Dominic spot. Aha, uh-huh, that's where we missed so, it up here. It's almost like a like a baptism where um, Seth made uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy basically do to Aleister Black what he did to uh, Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, yep. baptism cult leader okay uh yeah a lot of cults a lot of cults okay on that note speaking of uh well not cults but in my <laughs> opinion my favorite wrestling show right now i don't know about y'all but 
Ooh, buddy. Tuesday Not my favorite, night. but it's very good. Impact Wrestling. Oh, on fire. On fire. Makes me so happy to see them at this rate because it's been going to them and PPW joint shows for the past few years, and now seeing them finally hit this, I don't know how you want to word it, but it's kind of hit this place in the company's history where they're relevant again, I guess you could say. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, the show kicks off. We had an Impact World Champion Eddie Edwards versus Trey Miguel for the Impact World title because, uh, like he said, he's a fighting champ. He's going to defend that title every single week. See how that goes for him. Uh, but I'm not it's looking sold like, on Eddie Edwards. You're not? Not yet. I think I can get there, but I don't know. He's just real plain to me. I was sold on him. The first ever PBW show I went – not PBW. PBW Impact show, the first ever joint show they did. Uh, he fought Moose in a street fight. And did I see that one? I feel like I saw that same match. Yeah, you were there. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure if that was the first one they did or not. Yeah, that was the first one they ever did. And um, I was sold when yes. Eddie Edwards was constantly smacking Moose with cookie sheets, cookie yes. trays. That, that was I love that match. That was my favorite match. Okay, I can't say that was my favorite match because the best part was thinking I was going to die when Eli Drake and John Morrison were by that light post. I don't know if you remember that, Chris. No. They're at the light post, and uh, Eli Drake hung Morrison in the cords, and the whole thing started shifting. There was a TV on top of the post, <laughs> and I'm right underneath it sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to die. And uh, so, yeah, that would have been not cool. Then we had, uh, of course, Eddie retaining against Trey. Um, I, I think Eddie's probably going to hold on to that till Bound for Glory in October. And uh, it's going to be him versus EY for that. By the way, that day is going to be a great day. Because not only is Bound for Glory on October 24th, it's also someone on this podcast's birthday. Like, that day wow. is going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm excited for it. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not so, me. It's not you. It's Brian's is the 27th, I think. I do not I don't know. know. I, I should know. Like, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, then we had Wrestle House debut, the official yes. debut of Wrestle House. <laughs> man, oh man, I didn't know Tommy Dreamer owned that. That wow, he's a real estate mogul. He's apparently so, apparently so. And then we had uh, some matches there. We had AC Romero versus Crazy Steve uh, with Kylie Ray as referee. Winner gets to sleep in the ring. Wow, man, that's that's a great honor. But uh, Ace Romero gets that honor, not Crazy Steve. And uh, and then what else? I'm not sure if it followed that or not. Uh, no, then we had a little uh, Ace Austin, uh, Madman Fulton backstage. They will pay extra attention to tonight's main event. Uh, and then we had a little uh, nice little vignette for the Motor City Machine Guns saying they are the best in Impact Wrestling once again. They had a couple just... flashbacks too. I enjoyed those, seeing some of the history. Yeah. So, like, the Generation Me versus them? Like, bro, yeah. so that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. And then we had uh, Official Ego. Oh, that's, that's Ethan Page. Ethan Page is not taking his Impact World title loss well. No, I yeah. Either. I wouldn't either. Uh, if I was a champion of anything, I'd be upset if I lost it. But, uh, you know, over here at Power Driver Podcast, we don't lose. So, we don't know what that feels like. That's right. The best. Um, the best around. Uh, yeah, and then we're going to ignore the next part because it's just my gimmick <laughs> now to ignore those parts. And then we had a little video from EC3. He must destroy his past. He's changing the game. I'm excited for this. I, 
this is going to be cool. This is going to be cool. I called it from the beginning once they let him go. I'm like, he's not going to come back as trouble, 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 trouble. Like, he's not yeah. going to do that because Dixie Carter's gone and it's going to be a new him. But I, I told – you could go back and listen. When they got released, I told Chris. I said, I guarantee he goes to Impact Wrestling. You what did. happened? What happened? You did. You, you I'm called not it. wrong that often, but I can be. Anyways, uh, then we had Heath uh, coming in. He still keeps getting kicked out because he's not technically part of the roster. <laughs> but next week, he will fight Moose, not only for the TNA World Heavyweight title, but for a roster spot. That I'm curious to see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Because my gut says they're not going to put the belt on him. But my gut says they're definitely going to give him – the way they're playing this, having him there for all the tapings, because they taped six weeks of television that one night after, after Slammiversary. They taped mm. six weeks of television. So he was there for all of it. So I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out. It's going to be interesting. I wonder if they can, like – get him to win the spot on the roster, but Moose keeps the belt? Because I don't want to see them lose the belt. What if it ends in a double countout? Yeah. Something maybe. that's just – I would hate to see that, but it's yeah. just something that – Maybe get a rematch against someone else or me, something. Right, it just hit me first. Then we had uh, Kimberly versus Knockouts champion Deanna Perrazzo. I love me some Kimberly. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought he was going to be in our Deanna Perrazzo train. <laughs> uh, we have the we are the Deanna Peraza yeah. like podcast fan page over here. Like, true. We are we are big fans. I'm not this not a diss to Jordan Grace because I'm a big Jordan Grace fan as mm-hmm. well for sure. But something about Deanna, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I'm gonna say. Then we had a Deanna getting that, but the, the the most interesting part was this is where I was able to start watching from it live after I got out of work. Um, Jordan Grace walks out in a sling because she's hurt as I use air quotations. And my dad is actually in the car with me. He goes, I bet you, watch, she's going to rip the sling right off and uh, and she's going to beat her down. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> beat her down. Like, she just literally ripped it off and boom. And then we had another little video vignette, whatever you want to call it, from Brian Myers. He's coming. I don't know when, but he can come any day now. Yeah, I missed that somehow. I remember seeing like a picture of them. Or of him, like, in the, you know, all the people that made it. But I missed that video. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I, man, he's, I, I, he's a, actually I have a little story. While we're on Brian Myers, and we'll talk about his buddy Wednesday nights. But I was a huge fan of the major wrestling figure pod. But I have since stopped. Mm. I have pulled my Patreon membership. We're done. This Whoa. Is a, this is a, here, here's my hot take here. Now, what happened was I sent them a message, right, in their Patreon group saying how much I loved it, yada, yada. I don't listen on Apple Podcasts, so instead of writing a review and I just listen on Spotify, I just thought I'd send this message, hope you guys have a great day, whatever. Then they go on the show, and the guy, so it's, it's, it's Myers, it's Cardona, and this other guy is an indie name that half you probably have never heard of because he hasn't done anything besides be on the podcast. His name is Smart Mark Sterling, Mark Sterling. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got this message from this idiot in our Patreon group that says he sent us a message because he doesn't listen on Apple, so he just didn't want to leave a review. I'm like, idiot, you moron. 
Do you not know what Spotify is? I have a Motorola. I have a Motorola. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> and so then Myers is backing him up. Myers is like, yeah, this is it. And then Cardona is like, you guys are more. So basically what my, my premise is, Matt Cardona is good in my book. Cardona is fine with me now. Wow. But Myers and really smart Mark Sterling being a ah, that's it. Matt Cardona putting you over. That's so great. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. He didn't even know who I was, but he put me over. And uh, But yeah, smart Mark Sterling, all I could say is if PPW ever books you or whatever, you're going to get squashed. So <laughs> <laughs> whoever books you, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who books you because I really haven't heard of you besides podcast. Ooh. Okay, there we go. I got it. I got my out there. There's a few. I'm get some... <laughs> I'll train. I'll go. I'll go train right now. Let's do. It. There's a got school in planes. Sign me up. I'll get That's ready. Right. That's right. I'll, I'll get ready. Then we had another uh, Russell House match after that little Brian Myers vignette uh, between cousin Jake and Cody Deaner, both part of the Deaner clan, uh, with Alicia Edwards as the referee. Loser leaves the room match. Which that segment before the match, I was I was cracking up because they're fighting Storm, and I know someone else is in the bed there. Like you could clearly see someone else is laying in the bed next to cousin Jake, but you don't know who it is. And then Tommy Drew just pops up in yeah, his yeah, yeah. And I did not notice. <laughs> I lost my freaking mind. I'm like, who is that there? Who is laying there? Loser leaves the room. Up. And then uh, yeah, it, it was a great match. Cousin Jake defeating Cody Deaner. Oh man! And then you win, the you next the, part. You win, you get to to sleep in the ring. You lose, you got to leave the room. <laughs> that's that's how it is. This next part, typically, since it's my gimmick to go over these these segments. <laughs> you want to pass it? I'm not passing it this week because it made me a fan. Chris, it hooked me on yes. somebody who I was teeter totter, wasn't a fan of, kind of a fan of. So. I just want to let everybody know I hate RVD's new gimmick. I hate what RVD is doing right now. Absolutely think it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> also think who he's with is the absolute worst thing on this planet. But now with all that said, I have a new respect for Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan coming in, saving the day, saving the day. That's I mean, that's bit. what you get, Katie Forbes, for thinking he's a fan in the back. I mean, he's a former Impact World Champion. Let me let me say that one more time. World Champion. And uh, I had the pleasure of seeing him beat Rhino. Rhino, the Gore Machine Rhino, beat him in a street fight live. I mean, come on. He's not just a fan. I am now yeah. a Sammy Callahan fan. I, I said it. It's there. I'm Chris very happy been for trying you. to convince me of this for a long time. It's the and way. It's and we're here. We got here. We got here. Uh, <laughs> and then we had a little vignette with the Rascals with Suicide. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a big Rascals fan at all. I could really care less. I do like Suicide <laughs> though. But uh, I enjoyed their match, like from uh, from Slammiversary. But like, yeah. just is just is we to their gimmick. Like <laughs> we're just high, and that's our gimmick. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I I I don't know. I guess. Right. But I'm curious to see. I don't know if they'll ever unmask him. But who is under there playing that suicide? Yeah, I don't I'm know. just. It's just. Oh, makes me think. It's not. I don't think it's Austin Aries. If it is Austin Aries, ha. Oh, oh damn. Doubtful. But that'd be fantastic. Austin Aries for a bunch of the crap he gets, man. I had a great. I, I'll tell the story time and time and again. I had a great converse, twenty minute conversation with him in the ring at 
last year's PPW anniversary show. Because I was back then, I was thinking about being a wrestler, but then I I have since realized my back cannot take it. It's just not. <laughs> I don't think it's really possible. But uh, we had a good like tw- there were, there were still five people behind me in line, and he talked to me for a good 10, 15, 20 minutes in the ring. Wow. Just at everything. So as much crap as he gets, man, Austin Aries will always be high in my book. Uh, then we had uh, Rich Swan provides a medical update, um, saying that he'll be didn't really want to talk about it, being brutally attacked by Eric Young, um, and but he'll be at the Impact Zone next Tuesday. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Uh, what what's gonna happen there? And then we have the main event. Oh, the main event, Chris. I by the way, our shirts still aren't here. They're not here. I don't know what oh, WWE's waiting for, but I got them. We got uh, our OC Club shirts, and <laughs> uh, but the Good Brothers debuting match against Reno Scum. Now, uh, Chris, were you able to see this match? Did you see this match? Ah, uh, yes. What are, have you ever seen Reno Scum before this match? No. What were your first impressions? I loved the look. Like, I liked them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, nothing stood out to me about the match that I remember. No. That was just kind of what you thought of them as, like, the gimmick as soon as they came out and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mario, have, are you familiar with Reno Scum? I'm not. So, when you get a chance, look at my The match was okay. I, I wasn't. You know, it was a debut match. I don't think, you know, the Good Brothers, they're not, they're there to get the eyes on the TV show. They're not going to be there to be champs. They're there to, you know, get people watching Impact Wrestling. But uh, that the Good Brothers get the win, right? Or did it end a count out? I can't remember. Yes, they did get the win. But then they brawl to the outside with Madman Fulton, Ace Austin, leads to the outside. Um, and yeah, it ends with them brawling in a parking lot. And it, Gallows hits Fulton with a big boot, causing him to collide with the cameraman. And it cuts the feed, and Impact goes off the air. That's how Impact ends. Um, no, the Impact did not, did not end with Heath sneaking in this week. Not this week. But, uh, yeah, that was Impact. Another good show. Good brothers. They looked like they didn't skip a beat. They looked good. They didn't yeah. look rusty. Because um, I know a lot of wrestlers, a lot of our local guys, you know, Fox Finger, Moran, I know they – I've sent their post on Facebook. They're a little rusty getting back in the ring at some indie shows in New Jersey these past few weekends. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, and I also saw – to keep on talking with Moran, Christina Marie, I saw highlights from her match wherever she was in Jersey. Okay. Oh, my gosh. How is she not signed? Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, like, this makes no sense to me. She is probably the – I'm going to say it. She's the best – women's free agent out there i said it wow i said it i'm which by the way uh hint hint possibly a future guest of the pa positive podcast never know could be happening but like i said college takes priority in the next couple weeks so we'll figure it out then but i digress so who wants to go first who wants to start out with the wednesday night wars i'll let you guys fight it out well, I'll be I'll be happy to. You always have to lead with the A show, and that A show is all elite wrestling. It's true, Amen. guys. AEW's on a hot streak. I don't know it's if true. you guys watched uh, last week, but that was fantastic, and it's only gone even higher because we started off with a ten man tag match. Now, this match is great, but it's also, in my opinion, the sloppiest of the night. So, if this fantastic match is is the lowest rung of what's happening. 
you already know it's going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. So what we have is the best friends and friends. So the best friends in Jurassic Express teaming up together to take on the inner circle. And this match was uh, sometimes trains start on the rail and work their way off of it. But this match started off the rails. The choo-choo train already spinning, smokes hopping everywhere. The coal is sticking out the back of the caboose. It, it was, it, the train was set up wrong because Aubrey Edwards was trying so hard to keep order, but it is impossible yeah. with that many people uh, literally exploding from, from, the, from their sides of the ring to interfere, to, to try to make sure that their team walked away with the win. And what ended up happening was, spoiler alert, the best friends and friends won, but it was through interference by the Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, he, uh, he uh, interfered, got the victory for the best friends and friends by... Uh, uh, distraction, right? No, no, yeah, he pushed someone off the top rope. It was... It was um, oh, really? Yeah, it was... I have it written down here. Why can't I find it? Oh, Sammy Guevara, who's just been brought back from suspension after what he said. We don't got to go into that. But uh, <laughs> so the match ends with the best friends of friends winning. Um, it's set up uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara because Sammy's really mad. He cut a promo later, very briefly, when the inner circle came out to uh, talk about how frustrated they were with the, mat with the night earlier. So we're actually going to see that match happen probably soon. I don't think they gave a date for that yet. And we also have uh, uh, Jericho. What happened to bring this out is uh, Jericho came out later to cut a promo talking about he, how he's still not done with Orange Cassidy. And they're going to have a match, um, I believe, at All Out. And next week they're actually having a debate. Oh, with, yeah. Yeah, with a debate with a guest moderator. Yeah. Fantastic match, but the weakest of the night, so it's only getting better. You guys have anything to say about that or moving on? Not really. A debate's weird. I, I have I'm worried about that. <laughs> I heard that the I, I was telling Chris before he got on Mario I heard that that mystery person might be Eric Bischoff. Oh. Yeah. That's that's that sounds pretty good. Sorry for the uh, pause in my voice. Emily just got home and she brought me some teriyaki beef jerkies as well as some Taki Fuego. Uh, sponsor of the night, Taki Fuego, the uh, <laughs> mini snack bites. They, uh, it's uh, from Tostitas. It's like pizza rolls, but with flaming hot on the outside. So wow. everyone, be sure to buy. Proud sponsor of the show. <laughs> Brought to you by Hamilton, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm sick of hearing about Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton, learn something while they sing. Sponsor <laughs> of the next segment, which is the TNT title match. Cody has won me over so hard with this because Good. I loved, 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 loved John Cena's U.S. Open title. Yeah. And yeah. they've tried to recreate it a couple different times. It's always felt a little different. But Cody is actually putting on the top pay-per-view level matches that John Cena was doing uh, with those guys. And, and before I forget, uh, John Cena versus Cody – Cody came out probably as Stardust to answer the U.S. Open Challenge. Really gave Cody a fantastic spotlight and a showcase for his skills just before he left the company. So who knows if that actually had any impact on the way in which people saw him while he was stuck in that uh, crummy slash Chris's favorite gimmick of all time. So true. So that was, that was Cody versus Warhorse. 
Warhorse is someone who I became aware of not too long ago when he took a very vicious bump in a corner, ripping his cheek, his, his lip all the way down to his cheek, wide open, finished the match. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. You wear that, Curtis? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's grown a lot on social media since then. Cody won. And now here is my disappointment in this match, but it was still really good. Cody won. It was a fantastic match. It actually made me think in the match that Warhorse is going to walk away with the title at, at one point. I knew deep down it wasn't happening because he's, he's just an indie guy sitting on. But him in that match, it was real good. A few awkward spots, but that's because he's never been on such a stage. You know he's had the, the jitters and the butterflies being up there. Warhorse, of course, I'm talking about. But after the match, the Dark Order comes out. They push Warhorse out of the ring. They, they're beating down Cody. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Warhorse is going to stay with AEW. Warhorse is going to get back up there. He's going to defend Cody. This is going to be great. Maybe he'll join the Nightmare family. Warhorse is all elite. No, wrong, horrible. <laughs> what they should have done is brought this guy out, who is about to, who I'm about to tell you, to do the open challenge because that would have been a more amazing moment of the night and had Warhorse come out the next week or had this guy debut later. But as the Dark Order comes out, they have an issue with Cody for some reason. Maybe they want the TNT championship. Matthew Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, makes his all-elite debut as he comes out for the save and uh, pushes back the Dark Order. Um, yeah, the in case you didn't see, the um, Eddie Kingston of last – I didn't want to move – we need to talk about last week again because incredible match, uh, but he was officially signed to AEW. I know they signed quite a few people in the past couple mm -hmm. months, but uh, Eddie Kingston – the Mad King Eddie Kingston being one of them. In spite of it being the COVID era, All Elite Wrestling has showcased 60 independent wrestlers and has signed nine or 10 of them. Dang. So that was the uh, TNT title match, Open Challenge by Cody. And uh, we actually, because of Matt Cardona debuting, they announced this on Twitter, it's going to be uh, Matthew Cardona and Cody versus two members of the Dark Order. Yes. But... Uh, Continuing as we went in the night, we hop over to the AEW tag title match. Uh, Kenny and Hangman versus the Dark Order Originals, the, the two main people, Evil Uno and Stu G uh, Grayson. And I thought it was a good match. It was a classic. It really uh, raised Evil Uno and Stu Grayson into, in my eyes a little bit. I actually assumed that they were going to win that because there's so many, so many fantastic tag teams right now and a lot of them are faces and Kenny Omega and Hangman Page shine in singles and I really wow. saw it happening and the whole time I'm thinking like are they really about to have someone pin you know six stars maybe even seven stars Kenny Omega from his time in New Japan Pro Wrestling with uh, uh, Okada are they really going to have him like eat the pin here because it looked like it was really about to go that way uh, but they retained. Not sure how I feel about them retaining, but it did continue what we saw a little bit last week with the Dark Order having an issue with Hangman Page. The Dark Order comes out uh, being led by uh, Brody Lee. Brody, he literally, in a way, buries Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, which kind of bothers me a little bit because uh, he was kind of putting them down like, how could, you, how could you get it done? How could you get it done? But I think they were just building up Brody Lee's character as as the AEW cult leader. Yeah. Um, I'd say we see uh, 
Uh, I don't want to jump ahead for you, but tag team appreciation is what next week, the week after. It's uh, in my notes. Yeah, <laughs> um, I say we see Brody Lee, Cole Cabana taking the tag team champions championships. Oh, that's a very spicy take. A spicy meatball. I'd be happy to see it because then it's like Cole Cabana is actually fully entering into the uh, dark order because he doesn't really. Yeah. Feel- doesn't really like, feel like he's there. He's like he's like Magoo, you know. He's like <laughs> he's like those Ernest movies. He's like uh, oh, he's like Mr. Bean. He like found his way into a cult. <laughs> yeah. and, and he, he does have a Mr. like a Mr. Bean way about I him. I love that analogy. I kind of feel like that would be nice to have him fully accept that he's a part of this. But only after he wins. Community. I th- I think yeah. that's the thing that does it. Yeah. Um. But that ma- that match ends. With them retaining, didn't expect it. I really thought it was going to be passed to them. Brody Lee's ripping on the the two wrestlers who were in there, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, only for Hangman to laugh at them for not being, like, so united. Brody turning his attention to him, saying, oh, you think that's funny? And, of course, um, we've had a history of Hangman Page biting off more than he can chew. And so uh, he says, oh, you probably brought backup this time, which he did. Though I don't think he expected them to be there the way uh, Hangman reacted. But um, the Young Bucks and FTR were there. And um, the rest of the Dark Order came out showing how many how many numbers they actually have or teasing how many they actually have because there was a lot of Dark Order members. And uh, that actually sets up a really big match for next week, which is going to be the Dark Order versus uh, the Elite and... Uh, FTR, the elite proper, which is uh, the Young Bucks, uh, Hangman Page, and Kenny. Though I'm not sure if Hangman really identifies as a member of the elite anymore. Uh, but that's a discussion for another day. Cody, too. I mean, he just – when you say elite proper, I would include Cody until recently. Yeah. Yeah, his his step towards the Nightmare family has really pulled him away from uh, the elite. So if we're talking about original elite, you know, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, that's just Kenny and the Young Bucks. Sure. Um, I don't think Cody's on being the elite anymore. Is Did I read that? I haven't seen being the elite in probably 10 weeks. So I don't know. All right. Um, sorry, I'm enjoying this delicious <laughs> Giant Eagle brand teriyaki beef jerky. Giant Eagle. Yeah. 96% fat free. Dig in. So that brings us to <laughs> that brings us to uh, a non-title women's match. Uh, it's Hikaru Shida, the champion, versus uh, a lady whose name I'm not going to be able to pronounce very well. I don't think you can um, do it. Uh, Diamante. Is that how is that what it is? Because it's kind of spelled like diamond. Sounds, sounds close enough. I think it's Diamante, but I might be wrong. Diamante. She is someone who's been on dark a few times i'm not sure if she's been on the show proper maybe once but last week she beat ivalice she's trying to get a contract with ollie that's her storyline right now it's not so much she has a a feud with hikaru shida but it's basically uh diamante believes that if she can beat hikaru shida the women's champion in singles uh combat they would be it'd be ridiculous for her not to get a contract so she thinks that by beating her She'll be able to jump to the front of the line, get that contract, have a secure spot, and be uh, officially all elite. But she did not win. 
Sheeta won. It was a pretty good match, in my opinion. Sheeta's really between challengers right now, so I'm not sure if this is going to develop further with Diamante or if this is just a throwaway match, but it raised both their bars. You can see what Hikaru Sheeta does, but she just feels like a champion without direction. Mm-hmm. Trying to think who she, who she should go against because the next few weeks is going to be focused on the women's tag division. Yeah. They're, they're pulling their colors now. You actually don't join in with a tag team. What happens is you pull a color and every other woman in the division pulls a color. And if you match like purple and purple, that's your teammate. So I'm not sure how that's going to, I don't think it's going to elevate or devalue the women's championship, but I think it's going to take attention off of Sheeta, which might be good for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Get some like days on her reign. Mm-hmm. Build her up. So, ladies and gentlemen, the segment of the night, in my opinion. Yeah. MJF's State of the Union address. Guys, when we hear about up-and-coming wrestlers, we like to compare them to people. We like to say, like, oh, that's going to be the next Bret Hart. That's going to be the next Shawn Michaels. That's going to be the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. There is no one like, as far as I can remember, there is no one like MJF. MJF. Oh, delicioso. It was, it was probably the best promo I've heard in a long time. Yeah. And, that, and that means a lot in today's, in today's uh, res- wrestling landscape. It was basically make America great again for yeah. pro wrestling. You know, yeah. hashtag, hashtag MJF 2020, hashtag not my champion. He, he was cutting into how AEW, if it wants to become this, this new uh, premier sports entertainment company what they're going to have to do is not become just the alternative which they currently are but they need to raise themselves into being the thing that people seek out in the first place and uh i thought i thought it was amazing um he rips into mocks a lot this is basically his uh in it from i guess his own terminology him declaring his candidacy for a title shot against Mox for the AEW world championship and i don't think it matters if it's Mox or not who he faces he's he's basically saying that he is better than everyone and he knows it <laughs> and it was it was fantastic he, he he made some subtle promos and not so subtle prom or he made some subtle and not so subtle references to wwe calling out <laughs> hulk hogan uh talking about the land of titans and how it's how AEW needs to be more than that and i am excited for when he gets another segment next week to cut another promo talking about the developments of his uh, campaign for the championship so it was fantastic this week it's probably going to be fantastic next week so be sure to turn in and this is a uh, is an exciting time and i'll talk about this later but the amount of people stepping up to john moxley is ever growing because we are heading into the main event of the night, which oh, is man. the Tornado Tag Match. Um, tornado Tag. It was John Moxley and Darby Allen. Allen? Allen. I keep saying Allen because I remember like, <laughs> uh, the Allen pay-per-view event. But anyways, yeah. uh, Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. So Darby Allen's music hits. Darby Allen isn't there. 
I'm already thinking uh, he's probably in a dumpster out back. They beat him up, said he couldn't be there, and it's going to be a two-on-one beat down. This match is going to suck. That's, that's the mentality I went into this match. So as you're about to see, my expectations are <laughs> about to be blown out of the sky because uh, Mox's music hits. He comes down. He's alone in the ring, and then they cut to a camera shot of, of uh, Taz Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, and I'm like, okay, they're about to say, like, yeah, we beat up Darby, so now you're going to be all alone, and we're going to beat you up. No. What happened was we're going to get ourselves a minute and a half promo by Taz talking about how handsome and jacked and, and fantastic <laughs> Brian Cage is. Yeah. Well, he, just, well, he just stands there and flexes. Look at those with, biceps. <laughs> with Ricky Starks in the back, just kind of like he's, like, biding his time. While he's just while Taz just talking about Brian Cage being strong. Just look at those, look at those triceps, look at those biceps, look at those deltoids. And then you just see you just see Ricky Starks in the back going just like, oh, I'm, I'm standing here. <laughs> you know? Anyways, so Taz, it's I think it's actually a pretty good promo. But I was actually really surprised by Ricky Starks promo afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a nice setup. I like I like this team right now. I hope it sticks. I hope that Ricky Starks is gonna uh, stay a Taz guy, and uh, it's actually kind of funny because their music hits before oh my Ricky gosh. Starks <laughs> done with his promo, and you can so tell funny. he was caught off guard. It's like uh, at the Oscars when the guy's going on too long, they start playing the music in the background <laughs> to hurry up. <laughs> He had the face of someone who had been interrupted. Like it was yeah. John Moxley's music or so he like looked angrily at his own intro music. <laughs> it was awesome. So they come out and then again I'm like, all right, it's about to be beat down. I'm surprised it didn't show that Darby got beat up, but whatever. It's it's basically implied that it's gonna be a two on one beat down. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> coffin drop. Darby Allen just jumps off of what I'm assuming scaffolding out of shot the camera <laughs> on top of Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Yeah. Knocks them both down. Mox comes out. The match starts, I think, outside of the ring. There, it's, it's, it was going to be a, a tornado tag match, which I actually personally prefer to regular tag matches. I like the way yeah. all members are involved. It breaks down basically into a hardcore match. It is all over the place, breaking stuff, breaking each other. Tax come out, which is, uh, is a nice um, – it's nice, but it's it's starting to almost seem repetitive with uh, what happened with uh, – Two weeks in a row. Yeah, Cody and uh, Kingston, where the tax came out. But – oh, also recently, Jericho, he got hit with a tax, right? That wasn't too long ago. From Did Orange Cassidy use tax? No, I think it was back when he was messing with Mox. I don't recall. Okay, well, I could be wrong, but – it does seem like it's recurring, but a very special version of the tax came out. Darby Allen pulls out a skateboard. No trucks, no wheels or anything. It's just a skateboard. But glued to the bottom are tax. He gets on the top rope. He jumps over Ricky Starks, stomps down, which that was just a spot that's great you know it's a little puncher quick puncher that's it whatever you know you, you get the tax you move on he slips Darby <laughs> allen <laughs> slips off of off of ricky stark's back and completely tears his back up bleeding perfume shreds profusely. him you see the pictures on twitter afterwards it's like he got in, in a in a fight with like a cougar or something like big <laughs> scratch marks is on his on his back it was 
Oh my gosh. That was almost certainly a botch and I loved it because of how good it looked. Ricky yeah. Starks was not selling. Ricky Starks was in legitimate pain <laughs> after having tax ripped across his body with the weight of Darby Allen on top of him. The match ends. The night's coming to a close. And we see, yeah, yeah, there it is right there. <laughs> we see uh, Darby Allen just staring down Moxley. And he's staring at the title. And uh, Tony Schiavone is the announcer in the background. And he basically, while they're staring at each other, basically announces that we're going to get John Moxley versus Darby Allen next week, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, Mox is, he's a guy who wants to face anyone and everyone. And it seems like he's doing it pretty quickly because he's going to be facing MJF sooner rather than later. Um, Darby Allen's next week. His time with Brian Cage is not done yet. It's, it's a fantastic time to be all in on all elite wrestling. So please tune in next week. And I hope you enjoyed our recap of AEW. Nice. There you go. All right. Over to you, Mr. Chris for NXT. All right. We are headed into NXT and we start out, uh, I believe the very, the very first few images of this show are women just spilling into the ring about to go into a tag match. And we have Tegan Knox and Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai and Candice LeRae. Um, I've never been interested in Candice before until this gimmick, this with her in Johnny as heels. I'm loving that. Um, so this match was no different. Dakota Kai, I'm like back and forth on whatever I could leave, take or leave all of these people basically. To Love me some Kai. Yeah, sometimes. Um, Io Shirai's uh, growing on me kind of. Anyway, um, they have a great match and they have the shiniest wizard. Um, uh oh, bud. Chris, you're muted. Chris, you're gone, man. Chris, what? you died. Now you're back. I don't know what yeah, happened. You cut out for a second there. You cut out for a second. No, just kidding. I can hear you fine. Um, so we have Knox hitting in the shiniest wizard on Candice LeRae before Shirai uh, finishes her with a moonsault and then that puts Tegan Knox and Neo Shirai in the victory classic women's matchup um, speaking of Gargano we have Gargano versus Roderick Strong um, a strong showing from the Undisputed Era this week um, specifically they're back yeah they're back in, in business and He's got a new haircut and it's all kinds of good stuff. So um, Gargano beats Roderick Strong with a DDT. That's about it, I think. I mean, not a whole lot going on there. Um, we have Shotzi Blackheart versus Mercedes Martinez. Where are you guys at on Shotzi? First of all, love her. Yeah, love her. Love her look. And I actually love. Uh... What's that? So do you know who I love more though? <laughs> Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I. I don't. I haven't seen a lot of Mercedes Martinez. I know you guys have seen her in PPW. That, exactly. Brian and I are marks yeah. for her. Yeah. <laughs> she had a really good match with uh, Shayna Baszler. And mm -hmm. uh, um, it was a May Young Classic, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, with the Robert Stone brand, I love Robert Stone <laughs> as well. So. Me too. 
so um, Shotzi Blackheart, I don't want to say taking her first loss, but I don't think she loses often, at least recently. You know, she's been kind of booked pretty strong, um, but she does lose to Mercedes Martinez, who's been booked as a powerhouse so far. Um, so just quickly. We have Keith Lee responding to Karrion Cross. So Keith Lee gives a quite a um, quite a promo there with some strong words um, because of what Cross did to Dijak last week. Um, and so Cross is, has the attention of Keith Lee right now. Cameron Grimes coming out to kind of just take, you know, the spotlight. How about Cameron Grimes? Any, any opinions on that? <laughs> I see a yawn from Curtis. Yeah, uh, that's what I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a skip forward for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, we have the Scarlet appears on the stage, um, and then Lee just destroys Grimes. Um, he destroys Cross as well. I, I, I lots going on here, but finally we have. Um, I might be getting ahead of myself, but um, Regal saying. You will not be bullying me into a title match. We will see where that goes. He said, you got to earn your title opportunities. Um, so that's Amen. what that That's right. Imperium versus Everrise. Um, is it, was this a – yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> was this a title match? I don't remember. I don't think it was. If it was, I'd be It would be silly if it was, yeah. Yeah, I don't think um, it was. So Imperium, which I just forgot existed, let alone that they had the belts. I haven't been thinking about them in a while, but um, – but I love them. I mean, I'm a huge fan. So they beat uh, Everrise, and then as they are celebrating, the Undisputed Era showing up, attacking them, beating them down, and celebrating together that they are. So here, back. before you move on, there, mm-hmm. who are the heels and who are the face in this? Because yeah. as of pre-COVID, they were both heel factions, and now yeah, it looked like Undisputed Era was a face move from Undisputed. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. So I don't know how they booked that. I don't – I mean, I don't know. Speaking of while we're on Undisputed Era, did you guys see uh, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee? Oh, the... I'm so glad you said that. I forgot. <laughs> that was I, – I was, I was hoping it was a shoot, but it wasn't. But I'm not convinced. No, oh, yeah. they 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 literally proved it that it that that they they said that it, was, it wasn't a shoot. Who said that? <laughs> Adam Cole and Triple H himself. Well, yeah, of course they're gonna say that. I don't think it. I don't. It was not a shoot. I don't think it was. I'm not convinced. I I still think it was. I mean, they showed a pre a a promo. They packaged it to a promo for NXT. Like exactly. That should tell sh- you it's planned. Oh, okay. Yes. You know what shoot means, right? <laughs> No, I guess is the answer. My context was mistaken. <laughs> Shoots like it was real, like it wasn't staged. Okay, got it. So like it was we a were real on the same fight. Page. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's we gotta, are on the same. Got to be um, a work. I was making it there a synonym. You go. I was making it, was it a, a synonym work. for a work. So yes, yes, it was a work. They proved it. Yeah. All right. Um, after that, we have. Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, I don't think I've mentioned Lucha Underground yet today, but um, not I today. Love- no, this is a new <laughs> record. <laughs> um, I loved Killshot. Who Isaiah Swerve Scott was Killshot on Lucha Underground. Super into uh, Killshot. 
Isaiah Swerve Scott, not so much. Jake Atlas, I, sh- I should have paid more closer attention to this match because I haven't seen Jake Atlas work. Um, mm. But, you know, it's whatever. Swerve gets the win. Over. You watched AEW first, didn't you? Yes. That's why you couldn't pay attention because you saw it's the better true. product first. You can't keep up. That's probably true. So um, Swerve wins over Jake Atlas. Um, and that's a cruiserweight match. So, Yep. Speaking Wait, who's of... the cruiserweight champion? Ah. Ah. Santos Escobar. Yes, that's or right. King Cuerno <laughs> from Lucha Underground. King Cuerno. Flash Jordan Devlin. Let us not forget that Jordan Devlin no, is still no. the right. Didn't you guys see that? They I'm fired talking... him. Oh, really? Good. Because he was on that list of um, – I'll tell list. you, I'm looking at the website right now, and his his big fat picture, his ugly mug, is on there. It's That's still what I was there. To look up too. I just looked at it moments ago, which is the only reason I remember to say anything about it. Whoa! It, it has who, Santos, Santos Escobar slash Jordan Devlin as the cruiserweight champion. Maybe they rehired him. I don't know because I yeah, know he was on that list. I knew he was on that list when what list? That, the he was on the list of accusations. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I thought you were talking about like the Black Wednesday list, not that one. But no, he wasn't no, no, no. on the list of accusations, but I did not see him get fired. He might be on the list of Jericho, too. You don't know. He could be. Probably. <laughs> I actually don't know of anyone that got fired from that list. Didn't uh, Gallagher did? Gentleman Jack Gallagher? Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Yes. Maybe correct. Jordan Devlin here. Jordan. Yeah, do some do the work. I'm 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 digging in. Well, you you go ahead. You keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm getting it down to the bottom of this. Well, it's not a whole lot uh, much. To, left to cover here except that this <laughs> ladder match is going to be incredible um now this is a ladder match for the number one contendership for no no no, no. the ladder match for the um that's right keith lee vacated the, the the championship so we're gonna have a five-way ladder match for the north american title um yeah. bronson reed already securing a slot and tonight we have Finn Balor versus Dexter Loomis versus Timothy Thatcher, who all three of these men, I would love to see have this championship Mm -hmm. Um, in order from least to most. I would least like to see Finn Balor with it. And why don't, before you move on, why would you say that about one of the best wrestlers in the business? He doesn't deserve it because I want him to be putting people over in NXT. That's all. Okay. But here, me and my dad were talking about this and this is a good point on his way out of the main roster. They buried him. What is one thing that he has done since he's been put in NXT? Win something considerable. Mm-hmm. They, I don't remember. They actually had, if you were watching uh, NXT UK before they went a silent because of COVID, he was actually working his way up to a title match against Walter. Walter, uh, right. Walter. And, then that, and then, and I would really love him to get that title so maybe him not being in the north american title contention maybe that's just prepping him and keeping him in the wings for a nxt united okay. kingdom championship win very well could be it could then he'd be the first moment. ever like grand grand like super like win it all major world i forget <laughs> <laughs> but something all of them <laughs> yeah yeah i could dig it so I finn could... balor and then a margin and then I would like to see Dexter Loomis have it. That'd be kind of cool. Seems a little early, but super cool. Um, I Timothy Thatcher, though, he would have been yeah. the number one to, to, to have it. Um, Dexter Loomis takes the win in this match. Um, who, who eats the pin? 
It was a submission. Great question. Oh, yes, he, he tapped. He um, Thatcher passed out. Passed out. Loomis. Okay. So Thatcher had Balor in a hold, and then mm-hmm. Loomis snuck up behind him all creepy. It was amazing. A really great camera shot. Um, and then uh, took out Thatcher, and Thatcher passed out. Yeah, and then it was like it was a, he had uh, Balor in like a leg submission, so Balor couldn't get out while Loomis was yeah holding, yeah, putting him to sleep. Oh, I. Wow. Let's um, remind me what that what was that tournament called for NXT? Um, the breakout breakout tournament. What Ooh, was that? What it was? Yeah, yeah. It was the it was the yeah. I'm gonna bring it, it up right now. Tournament. Yes, I'm gonna bring up the bracket and let's talk about each person and like where they are now. Um, because the reason I'm saying that is because Dexter Loomis was one of those people, and so was Bronson Reed. So both of them are in this match. Um, so let's oh man oh it's good it's good Dexter Loomis we covered Bronson Reed that's funny that were the first they were one of the first matches in that tournament Isaiah Swerve caught Scott we already talked about he's getting a push um he beat Jake Atlas who's like sort of brand new um so he's getting a push Cameron Grimes still getting a push remind me did Cameron Grimes beat Finn Balor <laughs> don't know yeah I don't remember either they had like <laughs> they had like this huge match um this huge like build to a match. Let me look it up so I don't misrepresent. I think he did beat him. I want to say that he did, but yeah, because I, I think oh. I remember I was upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm probably not gonna find it quickly enough, but that's, that's okay. Um, <laughs> so so we got those four. Uh, Angel Garza was one of the other ones. He's a, on Raw. Yeah, a, a soon-to-be tag team champion, quite possibly. Yep. Um, Joaquin Wild. Who was uh, who is now with Santos Escobar? He's one of his his buddies. Was Walking that that uh, Filipino guy, or is that the other one? I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's six out of the eight, and the other two were Jordan Miles and Boa, who we have not seen any of either of those. Is that true? I don't remember seeing any of them or either of them at all recently. No. Um, so that's cool. It's cool that so many of these guys, because it kind of looked like, I forget, like the winner got some sort of match or something. Um, mm. That tournament, it it turned out some really heavy hitters right now. Um, I can't remember when that tournament was. I don't know how long ago it was, but uh, however long it took them. It know, feels not too long ago, but I am also fairly aware that it was pre-COVID. It was a year ago. It was a year ago? At least, okay, so this WWE.com article about it was June uh, of 2019. So it couldn't have been. It could have it been. It began in June of 2019. June 26th. The end of June it started. So it's been That's a year. Insane. Crazy. That's insane. So six out of eight of those guys are getting big pushes. So anyway, um, I think that was that was the main event, yeah? So that was how that, yeah. that show ended. So that's all I got on that. Yeah, and that's all we really have got as far as recap wise. Guys, yeah, got and then we else? have a we have SmackDown, SmackDown. The Undertaker returns to take on Bret the Hitman Hart for the Intercontinental wow. Championship. Dude. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Wild. Yeah, re- recently uh, vacated by the now sadly passed um, AJ Styles. He, he died oh. in ring earlier that night. And Jeez. then uh, what else happened? Oh. Uh, uh, the Road Warriors were doing the open challenge for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Okay. And the European 
champion, um, The Rock, he uh, continued his, <laughs> his losing streak again. Luckily, it was non-title. A non-title losing streak with a belt. That European bit. <laughs> but no, this is recorded pre-SmackDown. But yeah, we are, it's happening right now. <laughs> we are getting um, uh, Naomi versus uh, Lacey Evans again, I think. Um, yeah, AJ just retained against Grand Metalik. Spoilers, we haven't whoa, watched it whoa, yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can talk about the matches that are going to be happening, but don't please don't announce live as they're happening. <laughs> That's why you guys need to pay attention. Well, you pay have attention. It on, I'm paying attention to the podcast we're recording. It's 9 p.m. on Friday right now. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to. I can't flip it. Curtis? Cur- it's clear to me that Curtis doesn't care about spoilers. He's just now learning that I do. <laughs> Curtis, what was I, it? I stopped everything I was doing to hop on your podcast. <laughs> and what am I recorded with? Spoilers. Disrespect. <laughs> It, it is guys- for for the viewers at home, listeners at home. It is nine p.m. It is eight fifty-nine p.m. on Friday night. <laughs> SmackDown is halfway over. We've been recording this podcast for almost an hour and a half now, and he's just watching it and telling us what happened. <laughs> you got to be committed. You got to be able to multitask. That's why they pay me the big bucks. If you're still I- listening, you deserve this story. On what was it? Wednesday. Or it must have yeah. been Wednesday night. So I'm at church. Yeah. I am working, unable to watch AEW. And I get a text from Sir Curtis here about a certain uh, ginormous debut on AEW of Matt Cardona. And I said, I don't remember what I say. Sad face, sad face, sad face, maybe. Yeah. All you did was sad face. And I thought you were upset. Like he went to AEW. Oh. So, then, so I was like, I was like, oh yeah, it sucks. He's not going to be able to come to PBW probably. And he's like, we need a spoiler uh, rule here in this uh, group chat. And I was like, well. Yeah, we needed a policy. And now we have one. Unfortunately. that's You know what? Call me Mr. Spoiler. I don't care. I already do. But go ahead. <laughs> You've Good, job. Good job, I've been Steve. Called, I've been called worse. Believe me. Believe me. My nickname <laughs> in the sixth grade was the Quiet Llama. So this is, this is definitely oh, wow. an upgrade. This is a, this is an upgrade. If you guys want to know the match now, I, it's not I a winner. No, I'm just saying who it is. No. It's the Miz versus Big E one on one right now. Javel just rang. If Big E's booked correctly, over the next oh, three years, yeah. we're going to see him in the Hall of Fame. I am so excited for a, t- a singles run. Yeah, what uh, did you see? Booker T said on his podcast he thought he sh- that the New Day is about time to break up. I hope that they do the impossible, and that is walk off into the sunset, choose to break up into three singles wrestlers and not actually like have in fighting that breaks into be cool. six months of crappy repeat matches. Mm-hmm. That's a good I idea. I want them to like That's agree. Idea, yeah. Maybe maybe one of them will be drafted. Like maybe uh maybe Kofi will be drafted to Raw. Yeah. And they realize okay, the new day has to end and mm-hmm. um Xavier Woods always out every other month for injury. So Big E's on SmackDown alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know though. They're they're putting him up against the greatest wrestler of all time right now. So I don't I don't know. This might not be a good way to start. Is he's got him in a hold. I feel like you're not even he's just, he's just play by watching. Play. He's, he's just, just play watching. by play. Did you let the podcast? I'm telling you, okay, for my uh for my job, I'm telling you, you need to hire me 
as much as I'd love to do color instead of play-by-play, but I, I always say it, independent promotions out there, I'll be your best uh, announcer you ever had. Better than Paul Bow. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That Easy. Was, I was, <laughs> I'm just joking. We love Paul. Hey, guys, even though it's audio only, Curtis is actually holding up a sign right now that says, I'm not kidding. I'm definitely better <laughs> than that guy. <laughs> what? Somebody oh just somebody just cut off Curtis's head with a chainsaw. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. More blood than Lucha Underground. <laughs> oh, that is oh my gosh. Oh, oh, hey, my Curtis, thank you again for the invite onto the podcast. I'm always happy to fill that third chair. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's great. It's a lot of you. fun. Gives me I'm time sorry to. I'm uh, so last, lim- last minute, but uh, Brian gives uh, Chris and I false hope. And uh, when I come to PPW and I face Brian in a cage match for the third chair, then we'll decide who's the regular and who's the guest. All right. All right. Well, there's a, I don't know. PPW doesn't have a cage. So uh, I know where a hardware store is. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to build our own cage. Pick up some tax while you're there. Amen. Oh, Oh, man. Brian's going to get put through some tax. Barbed wire, oh. folding tables. It's an interesting oh. assumption you just made. What? Yeah. That Brian would be taking the tax. Yeah, Brian. Well, Brian's, I don't know. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Brian's going to be taking everything. <laughs> you know who you're talking to right here? Right? You're talking to the high impact wrestling world oh, champion. Wow, it's true. Yeah. yeah. I, you're talking to the European champion of Vandergrift. You're talking to the Crooked Creek champion of the world. Sure, I was. 13 when i won those and it was just me and my friends wrestling in the, the backyard with toy belts but i think i have more in-ring experience than brian so uh, i'm, I'm sure i'm pretty confident yeah. hey i have some in trampoline experience that's all i got i don't have any in ring mm. experience I, I i did take a a swanton bomb bump though off a ladder once so that was fun Ooh. yeah my best Sounds friend more started... painful than fun <laughs> uh so well what happened was chris just so you know it's right above your head too um, but we, uh, we were doing a match in his yard and his trampoline, it's like a steel cage net around. He gets his 10, 12 foot ladder, puts it up against. So it's just over the top of the net. My, I'm laying there and some of his buddies were over and it's just me and him. And he gets to the top of that ladder. I'm in, the, I'm in on the trampoline. Bam. He hits me. He hits the swan top perfectly right on my gut. I go fly like eight feet in the air because it's such a high impact, but all I know is I hit him with an RKO five minutes later. So. All I know is I'm giving Curtis time cues because he's not even watching our podcast. He's I am. Back down. I'm looking at your eyeballs. 237. I'm looking at your eyeballs. And I'm getting heat for it. 231? Yeah. Oh, 229? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a pretty commercial. Teespring, Instagram, Facebook. Check us out. Whoa. Chris taking the initiative. I like it. <laughs> Uh, I like it. Teespring, get your masks. Those masks are really comfortable. I have one of my own. Just saying, they're are really they like, good and they're not are they expensive. Like neck, neck gaiters or are they like uh, COVID masks? They're like, you know, around your ears. Yeah. COVID masks. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're pretty good. So, yep. Check us out. I'll plug one more time. Right after this, I'm going to record our new podcast. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with a network name because it seems like I'll probably end up starting another podcast besides this other one that I'm just starting tonight. But, uh, yeah, I like your focus on the rim, you know, and the guys doing a good job around it. Rim so. protecting pot. 
Rim Protecting. That's all we're going to do. I literally forgot the name of my new podcast already, but it's <laughs> Rim Protecting Podcast. Uh, check us out. Spotify, the whole nine yards. Subscribe. Subscribe. Check out our team. We're going to get a logo eventually, I guess. But this has been 21. All folks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.